leadership, America will be back greater, stronger, and more powerful than ever before. That's right, because America's going to build back better, baby. <laughs> 507, good morning, good morning, good morning. Freyware here, KTSA. There's Don. There's Don right there. There's Elaine right over there. And there's Chris. Hey, Chris. So I took the day off yesterday so I could catch up on some stuff around the house again. I have become quite the outdoor woodsman, man. You know, men, men, men. I got to wear a brawny shirt. Regular Paul Bunyan over there. That's right. Carry around a chainsaw on my hip like some guys carry a six-shooter. And I whip that chainsaw. I don't... That's what I was doing yesterday. Hey, did you get the COVID again? No, I just have a cold. What is all this? Just a cold. Oh, God. Not again. Yeah. Well, you know, what happened was uh, one day last week, Uh I had my grandsons over. Oh, there you go. You know, and they're in daycare all week. And so so they came over, and and the younger one, who's two, um, decided he wanted to, you know, get up in my face the entire time he was there. Well, that's because they put their hands everywhere. Yeah. Every, literally. Right. And then they come stick them in your face and mouth. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so that's how you, that's how you end up with it. Breathing in my face and everything else. And he wasn't feeling very well, which is why he was with me because we. Sure. And, uh. And then, you know, a there you go. Later, now you got right, it. Right, yeah. Good Lord. Well, at least you're in a little room over there all by yourself, with purified air coming through every, what, um, 60 days or so? Something like so that. So you'll yeah. be fine uh, yeah. eventually. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll send the ventilator in there later and we'll just, sure. you know, give you some fresh air. Well, you know, in order to cut cost, uh, instead of a ventilator, which can be caught, which can be pricey, it can. Um, I, I got a, a lovely gift bag from uh, Don and Ben's. Oh, well, so. go good. That'll help. <laughs> Is there anything in it, or is it yeah, just a well, bag? You know, not, any, not anymore. <laughs> there was yeah. at one time. Oh, man. A couple well, hours ago, it was full. Well, so I got all this time built up, all this off time built up, because I covered for Sean, and I worked with, you know, Sean, Sean was gone for three months and two weeks. <laughs> I can tell you the dates. He was gone for three months and two weeks. Right. And so I... Um, I stayed and worked, and so we don't, we, you know, our stuff doesn't, we, we don't get paid for it, it doesn't lap over, you, you use it or lose it type situation, so I've been taking a day here and a day here on a Monday and whatever to try to use, I'll never use up everything I got coming, so, so. but it's good to get away, and sure. went to the races over the weekend, had a good time at uh, the races over the weekend, and then yesterday I worked around the house, and that was good stuff, I've, I've done, I've done a lot of catch up. You busy. Well, stuff I couldn't do because i was working all the sean stuff so i wasn't able to work around the house right and now i'm just catching up on what i've needed to catch up on for a long time sure so it's good it's and absolutely you managed good. to squeeze in a, a few hours up at coda yeah which i'm sure was nice uh, so. it was great yeah. uh i listened yesterday morning for about a half hour and you know had enough will smith crap in my head so <laughs> moved on from now I, I, i'll have some more to say about that because there's a couple of developments yeah. concerning that but uh we got a lot of other stuff to talk about and we'll start here with 71 percent say america is headed in the wrong direction according to nbc news nbc news was between nbc and abc they were the ones who carried joe biden across the finish line they were the ones who lied to the american people nbc and abc over and over again about joe biden back during the campaign and now nbc chuck todd <laughs> has to read their own polling daily <laughs> saying 71 percent of americans say america is headed in the wrong direction just 22 percent say the country's headed in the right direction and biden's approval rating is historically low seven in ten americans express no confidence in biden's ability to deal with the war in ukraine look i'm gonna put it this way okay joe and and by the way did you see the creepy 
um, whispering stuff again yesterday. <sighs> he was back to whispering and slurring. The man, I'm telling you, mentally is on his last legs. I don't wish him any ill, and I'm not making fun of him. But I'm going to put it this way. I'm going to shoot you straight like I always have for 50 years or so on the radio. Biden is our biggest national security threat. He is it. It's not Vladimir Putin. It's not ISIS. It is not Ukraine. That's not our biggest national security threat. Joe Biden, the president, is our biggest national security threat. He spent yesterday walking back the walkbacks. So when he was in Poland and telling our troops what you're going to see when you get into Ukraine, what? We're going to Ukraine? What you're going to see is women standing in front of tanks. And then when he said to Vladimir Putin, if you use chemical weapons, we will respond in kind. Well, people don't even, aren't even supposed to know that we have chemical weapons because we don't officially have chemical weapons. But he said we're going to use chemical weapons. All of these things, and then, of course, the regime change when it's been the, the big one in the news. All these things. His people came out three days later and said, uh, he didn't mean to say that. He didn't mean to say that. He didn't mean to say that. Yeah, well, he said all of those things. And here we sit today. Obama Rice thought that they could control Joe, but he's saying the quiet stuff out loud. This is the stuff that they talk about behind the scenes. Afghanistan, hundreds of Americans and Afghan allies are still stranded in Afghanistan. He wrapped up his four-day trip over there during a press conference on Thursday in Brussels, Belgium. He said the U.S. would respond in kind if Russia used uh, chemical weapons. They'd pay a severe price. Jake uh, Sullivan had to come right back out. No, 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 that's not what he meant to say. Then he said sanctions never deter. We never said that sanctions deter. Then, of course, here come all the video of all of his people saying sanctions are meant to deter. On Friday... Speaking of U.S. troops, when you get there, you're going to see women and young people standing, standing in front of damn tanks. Why the spokesperson came out and said, no, we're not sending U.S. troops into Ukraine. And then, of course, the whole thing about can't remain in power. Now, in January, a month before Russia launched the invasion, you remember the one thing he said? It's one thing if it's a minor incursion, we end up having to fight what we do and do not, etc. And the White House later clarified a renewed invasion of Ukraine will be met with swift sanctions. And then I could go through time and time again with the things that he has said. And yesterday he spent all of his time walking back the walkbacks. Look, here's the bottom line. Man needs the 25th uh, Amendment exercised against him. He has to have the 25th Amendment exercised against him. He must be removed from power from the United States presidency because Joe Biden is our biggest national threat. By the way, um, I'm going to post this on uh, social media, I guess. I've been doing a lot of social media, and I won't be doing a lot of social media going forward. I've made a decision for myself that I'm going to be doing less and less and less, particularly a Facebook, but all social media I'll be doing less and less and less of. So uh, Joe Biden uh, is actually caught, and I have the pictures they're all over the Internet, by the way, if you want to see them, uh, using a cheat sheet yesterday during the question and answer period with the press that has the questions from the members of the press and then the answers he's supposed to read. It's right here, black and white. You can see it for yourself. So he calls on Kelly O'Donnell first. Kelly O'Donnell's question is here in Joe's hand. His answer is in his hand. How did Joe get Kelly O'Donnell's question typed 
on a cheat sheet card in his hand. Same thing for the next question on down the line, except for the Peter Ducey question. How does that happen? Uh, um, uh, how, how do they end up in the White House with the questions from the reporters before the event ever happens so they can type it on a card and type an answer for Joe to read? By the way, he did mention this yesterday, and this didn't get a whole lot of uh, play, but I think this is pretty interesting. Biden said yesterday when he visited with Vladimir Putin, Putin said he wanted two things concerning Ukraine. Number one, no long-range missiles in Ukraine. I've said that before. It would be like them, Russia, putting long-range missiles in Mexico pointed toward Texas. We wouldn't like it either. So, number one, Putin told him no long-range missiles in Ukraine. Number two, no NATO membership for Ukraine. So what did the Biden administration do? They st- they went about doing those two things. <laughs> he brought it up yesterday. He mentioned this is what Vlad didn't want to happen. And then they turned around and started to do exactly those two things. So there you go. That's the whole Joe Biden thing. And, uh, yeah, we'll play the whispering thing because, again, he's, he's whispering and he's just he's, he's a creep and he's our biggest national security threat. And he, he proved that again uh, yesterday. Uh, we need the 25th Amendment to be enacted against this president. Uh, we, the American people, we, the people of the United States of America, in order to form a more perfect union, should uh, uh, demand that the 25th Amendment be exercised against Joe Biden and him removed from the White House because he has no longer any, uh, he's, he's basically an airhead at this point. And I don't mean to be cruel to the man. I don't want to be harsh to the man. But uh, he cannot do the job that needs to be done to lead our country he is a threat to our security and our national sovereignty at this point. High fire threat. I'm going to tell you about that with the weather coming up. Because it's ridiculous. Nobody believes we're going to take down. I was, going to, I was talking about taking down Putin. Oh, yeah. Nobody believes that. <laughs> Your own White House believed it. That's why they went out and said, we're not talking about taking down. <laughs> Your own White House bought it, you fool. Anyway. Morning, it's 522 at KTSA. Thank you, Chris. Great sound. Great song. Heard it on the X. You know, XERF down in Mexico is where Wolfman Jack and a lot of others got their start, baby. Okay, so, how? okay, uh, I'm, I'm curious. How did the fire in Medina County get named a Das Goat Fire? Where did that start? I looked it up yesterday. I couldn't find an answer to my question. D-A-S, goat. Now, goat, of course, means greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. But is that what they mean by das goat? Like, it's the greatest of all time fire? Because if that's what they're saying, it really isn't. It's not the greatest fire of all time. (laughs) So what do they mean by das goat? If you were to put that into your Googles this morning and look it up, what are you going to find? I don't know. But I just, I, I, I don't understand. And somebody out in Medina County, maybe it's somebody's, ranch maybe it started on the das goat ranch yeah uh maybe somebody was just messing around because that's what ksat's been calling it for days now that this thing's been burning when did it start last friday saturday i don't know someone like that late last week yeah and so they've been calling it the das chris do you know how it got the name don't don't ask him do not ask him why not? Because he's gonna. <laughs> why, why shouldn't I? Because <laughs> we like our license. Yeah. <laughs> we do. <laughs> There's a goat. You knew right. it. You my daddy. Anyway, so um, so that's that's your question of the day. It how could be. Come, how did they come up with that name? We could make it Trey's big poll of the day if you wanted to. Sure. Gotas. 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 I don't know. I have no idea.
But we're going to try to find out. Well, I, you know, I, I did what you asked me to do. You Googled. I Googled. And there it is. All I can say is someone's got a very warped sense of humor. If that's what they're using. Yeah. Because oh, come on. You know somebody out there yeah, uh-huh. thought it would be fun. <laughs> of course I do. That's why I'm making a yeah. big deal out of it. Yeah, <laughs> You're being punked. Yeah. It's a Howard Stern punk that's going on right now. <laughs> and what I mean that's by why that, when we call for updates on the fire, whoever right. answers the phone says, Baba Booey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. If you're not familiar with Howard Stern uh, uh, punking, uh, you'll have people on these TV uh, networks that are doing a you know live breaking event. Though, let's go to the scene, Billy. What are you seeing? Well, I'm seeing a bunch of fire over here, and Baba Booey's the greatest. I love Howard Stern. <laughs> so I know that's what's going on with the Das Goat. You know it is. It's right. got to be. Okay, so uh, predicted fuel shortages. Let's let's talk about this for just a sec, okay? Yes, I'll talk about Will Smith a little bit later on. Don't worry, I'll get to Will. Ooh. Uh, fuel shortages. <laughs> The government is talking about sending out these stipends to people to pay their fuel bill. You'll, okay, just like Dad, you'll get a fuel allowance. Here's your gas money for the week. Remember when Mom and Dad used to give you gas money when you first started driving? Here's your gas money. So we're going to start getting gas money from Congress. It's a horrible idea. Part of the Great Reset is to make you more dependent on the government. So what happens when they have all these people? Listen, this is important. What happens when they have all these people that are relying on the government for their gas money? He who pays makes the rules. Always remember, that was the genius behind the United States of America. You were to pay your own way. You were to pay your own property. You were to have property and pay your own way. And if you did that, then you got to make your own rules for your life. But the government, if the government is using taxpayer money, remember, the government doesn't have any money. They have to steal it from others to give it, to spread it around a little bit, as Barack Obama said. So if the government is supplying you gas money, the government decides when and where you drive. Huh? Yep. That's how it works. So the government will come and say to you, uh, you can't drive on these days, or here's the amount that you have. And if you use it all up, well, I guess you just got to take the bus. That's what this is about. It parlays into this. Breaking news this morning. Austin Airport sends out fuel shortage alert amid increased flight activity. Austin Bergstrom International Airport, an airport I love, by the way. If I've got a choice, I try to fly out of there because they do a wonderful job with that airport. Sent out a fuel shortage alert, warning passengers to arrive at least two hours early. They sent out the alert instructing arriving flights to land with more fuel than normal in case the airport cannot refuel the Jets. This has become a major occurrence, a more regular occurrence, as the airport is seeing increased flight activity. Sam Haynes, a spokesperson for the airport in Austin, said the uh, line to get through security, meanwhile, wrapping around the outside of the entire building. Passengers trying to make their flights, and the line's all all the way around the building. So, 
By the way, I remember when Bergstrom was the Air Force Base in Austin, and now it's their general uh, population flight center. And it's, like I said, it's a great airport. But they are warning that, hey, they may not have enough fuel to fuel up the jets. So you better get there early because you're going to be waiting in a line, and you may have to be a little more flexible with your flights. Why? Well, the restriction of fuel by the Biden administration, of course, is starting to impact flight travel in America. When you have less fuel available at higher prices, well, you're going to have times when the jets won't get refueled. That, my friend, is coming to your corner store. That's going to be at your pump, and it will happen this year. What can you walk back? You give me something. <laughs> Only everything you talked about in Europe last week, dude. Everything. Our biggest national security threat to the United States is the president of the United States, Joe Biden. And everything that he has been saying and everything that he has been doing, folks, he must be removed from office. We must exercise the 25th Amendment to remove Joe Biden from office immediately. And we, the American people, must demand that. All right, let me, let me do the Will Smith thing, and then we'll carry on with stuff that really matters, okay? I got some Will Smith updates, and then we'll talk about what really matters. <clears throat> Bear County District Attorney Joe Gonzalez said Will Smith would be charged if that slap occurred here. What you laughing at? They can hear you laugh. What are you laughing at? Why is that funny? Okay, I'll tell you what that is, is Joe is facing Mark LaHood. In November, he's trying to look tough on crime. Joe, it's not going to work. You're not tough on crime. You're a Soros, man. We all know it. So, yeah, I'd charge him if he's here. Yeah, I sure would. I don't think she believes him. I know. Well, that's an easy thing to say when you're in San Antonio. This happened in Los Angeles, right? Right. Yeah. But L.A. prosecutors could and should charge Will Smith, says a former DA out there. His name is uh, uh, Steve Cooley. He was the DA out there from uh, 2000, 2012, says Will Smith should be charged. Comedy club owners now starting to sound off. They're a little concerned about this, saying this is going to become the norm. And if it does control, and you brought up something earlier, you said, what if a guy decides he just got, had enough, he pulls out the gun. Yeah. What's, uh-huh. next, what's next after something? Right. 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 We hope that it doesn't become a thing, they say, that back in the day that men used to challenge each other to a duel. That's exactly what I thought should have happened. I thought that Will Smith just could have walked up on the stage, thrown the gauntlet glove down at the feet of Chris Rock and said, 10 paces behind the building after the show. That's all they got to do. Mm-hmm. 10 paces. Right. Uh, it, it, or do the modern take the modern approach and, and have a Twitter war. <laughs> you know? I really hate you. To be I hate they, you, too. Yeah, that seems to be what they do. And they don't, you know, they don't address <laughs> you know, face-to-face. It's always like they... they they tag somebody in their pose. Well, that's right. Well, so-and-so said this. Said this. So-and-so's got a problem. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then they reply. They're, yeah. they're both comedians. Why don't they have a you know burn contest? They should, shouldn't yeah, they? Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Oscars, the Academy has condemned Will Smith, and they are launching a review. Well, nothing's going to happen out of that. Will Smith issues an apology. It's unacceptable and ex- in inexcusable behavior. I'm so sorry that I did what I did. Howard Stern says Will Smith and Trump are the same guy. <laughs> the resemblance is uncanny. It really is. I know when I when I look at Will Smith, that's exactly who I see. Yeah. And when I look at Donald Trump, I immediately go, "Well, look there. There's Will Smith right it's there. The Fresh Prince right there. You know what would have happened had Donald Trump slapped Chris Rock? I'm just asking the question. All right. 
What uh, would happen? I like how that was coming from the guy who walked on stage dressed as Fart Man. Exactly. Yeah. And turn around and spread his cheeks. Remember that? Yeah, exactly right. So, yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, and, and there were others that they paraded on TV yesterday, these psychologists. who I, I love when they do that because they got to break down the psychology of all of this, right? They got to, well, they said, because of this and that. And I have my own take on that. I'll, I'll get that in a second. But they were all saying, well, this is just like Trump. See, Trump is the one who is causing this much violence. The fact that Trump is, you know, going around slapping people every day is causing this much violence, according to all the psychologists on ABC, which truly and i know they're on our station but they're the worst network on the planet they're just horrible people over there horrible uh chris rock comedy tour tickets spike after the slap his tickets now for the boston wilbur theater on uh, on tomorrow's night show 441 dollars a ticket Whoa. now <laughs> so if i'm will smith i'm like i mean i mean if i'm like uh, chris rock slap me some mo <laughs> keep on slapping i get another cheek yeah so, bottom line to all this is, is it doesn't matter in the in the big scheme of things. I know it was like the big talk, the rave of the world to talk about yesterday because everybody just fed up with Ukraine and everything else. But Will Smith is basically in a relationship that he doesn't like being in. Okay? His wife is in an open marriage. Will is not. He does not like being in that cuck-type relationship. He's not. He doesn't like playing that cuck role. That's not what he wants to do. Uh, but she's already told him, and it goes back to the Tupac days and her, and she's already told him, this is the way I'm going to live. And Will said, you know, I don't like that all that much, but what am I going to do? This is my wife. I'm going to... So he's got a lot built up in there concerning the whole cuck deal and all that. That's a that's a real deal, man. There are some people who are involved in that type of deal, and they love it. They love every aspect of that. They even take it to the step of humiliation and so on. Will is not one of those guys. He doesn't want to be in the relationship that Jada has has laid out. He's also intimidated by her. So he laughed his ass off. He thought it was funny until he looks over and the knives are flying from her eyes in his direction. And that's when he said, I, I got to do something. So as far as the, the joke, it wasn't, you know, it, that boy, that was a minor joke. It was a minor joke. Um. Now, I typically say that spouses and children are off-limits, making jokes about spouses and children. Uh, and I gave the example when I was talking to Don earlier, you know, with him and his wife. Uh, his wife would be off-limits because she's not a public person. Jada is. So that's why the joke was leveled at her. She is a public person by her own choice, not just by association with Will. She's an actress in her own right. So he just, you know, made this joke. He did not know about the disease that's making her hair fall out. He didn't know about it. So you, you don't make jokes about people about stuff that people cannot control, i.e. MS or Down syndrome or any of that. You don't make fun of that kind of stuff. But he was unaware of that. So and the joke was like, ah, whatever. The way to have handled that was not to get up and slap him. The way to have handled that is say, hey, Chris, I need to talk to you when the show's over. And then called him over behind backstage, say, Hey Chris, come here. You and I get along all right. I don't want any problems in the future. Uh my wife can't control the hair loss. That was a pretty crappy joke. Um she's standing over there in the corner. Would you please go over and say you're sorry? I'd appreciate that. Uh and then move on. Move on from there. Chris would have probably said, Man, I didn't know that. I didn't know she was suffering from that. 
I'll go over there and I'll tell him, you know, and he probably would have walked over and said, hey, I didn't know that. I really am sorry about that. And then probably would have said something publicly after, hey, I didn't know she had that deal. I'm sorry for cracking on her like that. We'll move on from here. And everything would have been better. It would have been fine. Now, was it staged? I don't know. Nothing would surprise me. (laughs) You know, chances are it could have been. I kind of doubt it because now Will is looking at all this stuff from the Academy. I know the Academy loved it. Uh, this was going to be their worst-rated show of all time, so they loved it, and they would they wish they were having another show tonight. <laughs> that that the 2023 Academy Awards were tonight because their ratings would be up, and they would have people watching and to see you know they put Will Smith right in the front row again, <laughs> once again, it, really seriously because that's how they they want to get uh, ratings back up for something that somebody people really don't care about the award shows anymore. I mean, there's a few that are just sucked into the whole celebrity thing. And they they live, eat, breathe, die celebrities. But for the most part, people don't anymore. And young people really don't anymore. This kind of thing. They dig uh, musicians who are cool and hip that most mainstream media never even hears about. Okay, uh, I'll take a quick break. We'll come back on the other side and talk a little bit about the envy tax and what Joe Biden talked about yesterday with a $5.8 trillion budget request yesterday he's uh putting out his new budget 5.8 trillion dollars but some of the stuff that's in there we're not going to get weedy on it and the texas parks and wildlife department is asking you not to kill this and i'll tell you what it is indivisible with liberty and justice for all Mm. guests of the 550 ktsa morning news with trey ware appear courtesy of the stevens roofing newsmaker hotline i was expressing my outrage at the behavior of this man it's outrageous. It's outrageous. Yeah. Joe Biden yesterday walking back the walk back. So he, he screwed everything up in Europe. And all of his people had to come out and clean it up. And then he went out yesterday and just disavowed all of his people cleaning it up. So he walked back the walkbacks yesterday. He is our biggest national security threat. The man's got to go. The man has got to go. They have got to take him out of office. They have got to exercise the 25th Amendment and remove him from the presidency. He is a national security threat at this point. He is walking us right into World War III as fast as he can get us there. By the way, Andrea Mitchell, who is a big Joe Biden supporter, she loves him. She helped him get elected. She was a big spokesperson for him on NBC during the campaign, just tweeted, she cannot believe the number that jumped out. The fact that 38% of Americans are blaming Biden's policies for inflation and gas prices, only 6% are blaming Russia. Well, Andrea, the stuff was hitting the fan before before Russia ever happened. <laughs> the American people are not that stupid. Now, there's a lot of stupid people in America, but that not that stupid. We saw rising gas prices. We saw rising food prices. We saw everything going on before Russia even ever happened. And now... Since he is losing so badly and his, his poll numbers have cratered to, cratered to nothing, 71% of Americans, most independents now, and a whole lot of Democrats, 71% of Americans, America's headed in the wrong direction, 71%. So they got to come up with something that they can change the narrative of where we are in this country. And so Joe Biden yesterday is now introducing a $5.8 trillion budget request. $5.8 trillion. They throw the T word around like it's nothing now. Trillion dollar budget. $5.8 trillion. 
Dramatically raising rates on corporations and wealthy Americans. The largest tax hike in history. Under his proposal, taxes would rise on top of what they are now by 2.5 trillion, marking the largest increase in dollar terms. This is today's AMT. The alternative minimum tax began a long time ago when they felt like people were not paying a minimum amount of tax. And they said when they introduced the AMT 100 years ago, well, it's only for the ultra-wealthy. It's only for the ultra-wealthy. Those are the only ones that are going to pay. All the stuff that Joe Biden said yesterday, they said 100 years ago about the alternative minimum tax, the AMT. Well, guess what? They never adjusted the rates, so everybody pays the AMT now. Everybody. Because they never adjusted it. So what you're making today would have been what the wealthy were making 100 years ago. Now you're paying the alternative minimum tax. Half of Americans are not paying an income tax. We need to fix that. Half of Americans pay no income tax. We need to fix that. We need to go to uh, alternative minimum tax. We need to go to a VAT tax, something like that, where we're where everybody has to pay. He said yesterday it's in the name of equity, which, of course, is socialism. The uber-wealthy that he's talking about here with this tax, uh, they take their money elsewhere, guys. Their money is very fungible. Yours isn't. Most of us, most of us who are middle-income earners, can't pick up and move across the globe and take our money with us. These rich guys have, they can, they they have, and they will. <laughs> if he hits them with this, by the way, they are the business owners. They are the risk takers. The people that he's talking about with this envy tax, they are the risk takers. They're the ones who pay for the innovation that we all enjoy. So since they're the business owners, do you think they, they're going to pay any tax increase? Of course not. They pass that along to you. One of the great resets quotes is, you will own nothing. So part of what he said yesterday in this tax increase is that the value of assets like stocks and property, those are not considered taxable until you sell it. Under the current law, a gain is, uh, is only taxed when the owner sells the asset. So the way that he his new tax program is going to work, he's going to tax unrealized gains. Now, this is also super important because what that means is it's not just the uber wealthy. We're talking about farmers are going to have to sell their farms. We're talking about business owners having to sell their businesses just to pay the taxes because now they're going to be charged a tax under Joe Biden on the assets that they have and the values of those assets, even though they haven't sold those assets, so they don't have the cash. It's called unrealized gains, and he's going to tax unrealized gains. Mark my words, homeowners will have to sell their homes, which, again, the Great Reset, you'll own nothing and you'll love it. Homeowners will have to sell their homes, particularly homeowners who pay their homes off. You work and you struggle and you scrimp and you save and you double up on your payments and you pay your home off. Even though you haven't sold the home, you're going to have to pay taxes on your home, the value of that unrealized asset that you have or stock 
You bought some stuff. You were lucky enough or smart enough, either one, to buy Amazon when it was a couple of hundred bucks, and now it's $4,000 a share, and you haven't sold it. So you haven't made any money off that Amazon stock. Well, we're still going to tax you at the $4,000 a share. Your home, when you bought it, you paid $150,000 for it. You worked and you scrimped and you saved and you doubled up on payments and you paid it off and now it's worth $400,000. We're going to tax you on the $400,000. Even though you haven't sold the house and made the $400,000, we're still going to tax you at the $400,000. By the way, twice as much funding in here for Ukraine's border than the U.S. border. And I just have a simple question. We're going to spend $682 million to protect the Ukrainian border. Why should American taxpayers pay to seal up Ukraine's border? Why? 210-599-50. No, I think everyone should listen. <laughs> now on FM 1071. Yep. A firefighter and a teacher What's that? pay more than double, double the tax rate that a billionaire pays. Is that right? That's not right. That's not fair. <laughs> oh, man. You got to love old no nuts, don't you? <laughs> you really got to love it. That's not right. Come here. I want to sniff your hair. <sighs> what are you wearing? That's I mean, you know, not right. That's what the dude used to do. He used to call. He, yeah. He used to call people in the 1970s, man, before there was a caller ID and all that. What are you wearing? Are you in that pretty negligee again? No, no, that's Joe Biden. There he is. He's He is our biggest national security threat. I am imploring, imploring the people around him to uh, exercise the 25th Amendment to the Constitution because we are in grave danger as a country under this man. So, uh, good morning, and uh, how you doing? It is Tuesday. we got a high fire threat. Why is the fire? Why is KSAT? I, I don't know if everybody else is. I don't know. I just watched them. Why have they been calling it the Das Goat Fire in Medina County now? For, I don't know, for days. It was like Thursday, I think. Thursday or Friday is when this thing started. What does Das Goat mean? I mean, I know goat is, you know, if you do G-O-A-T, that's like Tom Brady, greatest of all time, right? But is that how they're using it, G-O-A-T? or I don't know. What is going on here? Why? It's because it started with grass and timber. Well, how, what does that mean with, with... I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not. I'm damn serious about this now. I won't know. <laughs> I have some grave concerns about the origin of this name. I just won't know why it's being called that. Now, somebody, why didn't we just call it Medina County Fire? <laughs> why are we calling it the Dos Goat Fire? Who's the Dos Goat? See, this is how my head works. I don't know what a Dos Goat is, so I'm going... What's well, a das goat? Right. I know what a goat is. Sure. You know, I used to have them all around. You know, a nice cabrito. But I don't have any idea what a das goat is. Anybody? 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 Any of y'all want to take a stab at this? Elaine, you want to take a stab at it? Go ahead. You can come in here and say it on the microphone. Anybody want to take a stab? So, what is a das goat? I've never seen a das goat. All my years, I raised goats on my ranch. I never even seen one. I have no idea what it does. At first, I thought it was kind of like chupacabra, and then the whole Howard Stern punk thing got in my head. Somebody's yeah. punk in this because I don't, I don't even know. So you did a search on <clears throat> what it, the phrase means. Well, I'll look and, it up, and it brought you to Urban Dictionary. Well, that that's part of it too. And now you have concerns. 
Well, I didn't know if there's a Das Goat Ranch. Yeah. Is there a ranch out there called Das Goat? I think because maybe the outline of the fire looks kind of like a goat. Ah, well, there you go. That maybe explains a, it. At or least maybe, a leg of lamb. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe it's like the Chicago fire, except in this instance, it was a goat that kicked over a lantern. and Ah! You know, that could have been it as well. See? I'm just guessing. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> see, nobody knows, do we? <laughs> yeah. I well, actually nobody has bothered to ask. I but thought the there theory... was a piece. Well, see, that's how my brain works, yeah. though. I, my question is always why. That's yeah. always in my head, why. But the theories are fun. Yeah. yeah, they are. All right. What? 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 What's that? Well, so that's what I said. I could, it could be the name the of the ranch. ranch where it started out there. There was a Das Goat Ranch. And somebody tell me if that's what it is, the Das Goat Ranch. I, but then why does a rancher name his ranch the Das Goat Ranch? <laughs> is he hiding something? <laughs> I want to know that, too. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> See, because <laughs> what you find out, especially when you're around grandchildren, right, mm. is there is no answer to the question why. Because you can always say, why? Mm. And you answer it, and the next question is, why? Right. And you answer it, and the next question is, why? <laughs> right. There is no answer well, to that question. Well, as you may have discovered with grandchildren, often the mispronunciation of words becomes... Well, could be. So maybe like it was a radio call and it's like, Dust Goat. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really Dust Goat fire. And now it's, it's the Dust Goat fire. All right, so Elaine is actually getting calls from people who are answering this question. I had no idea people would. Sarah wants to talk about something or other. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, talk about border. Yeah, okay, we can talk about the border. That's fine. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Before we talk about the border, I want to talk about the uh, tax proposal that came from Joe Biden yesterday. Okay? Um. Mark Mayfield in that story just a second ago said the Biden budget deficit reduction is in there. Deficit reductions in the Biden budget. Joe Biden said this yesterday. Folks, that's not true. There is no deficit reduction with a $5.8 trillion budget. There is no deficit reduction. What he is talking about, this is the sleight of hand that Joe Biden is playing. He did it twice. Donald Trump did it once. They spent a ton of money on COVID relief. Remember all the COVID relief stuff? The billions of dollars in COVID relief? That's going away. That's not in the budget anymore. That money is gone. And so that's the budget deficit or that's the budget uh, reduction, the deficit reduction that Joe Biden is talking about. The fact that they're not spending any more money on COVID relief, that money is gone now. And then he mentioned Trump's fiscal mess. There was no fiscal mess when Trump left. Everything was good. You know, We were making money. Gas prices were low. People were getting paid a lot of money. There was no fiscal mess whatsoever. Now, here's a question I'll ask you at 210-599-5555. Joe Biden seeks twice as much funding for Ukraine's border than the U.S. border. He wants to spend $682 million on funding for Ukraine. That's an increase uh, over the $219 million above the 2021 enacted level. Now, he is seeking less than half of that for border security here in our own country. And he is seeking $494 million to process border crossers and illegal aliens into the interior. So here's what he's doing. 
He's increasing the amount that is going to be going to Ukraine from $219 million to $682 million. So from $200 million to $700 million. So he's increasing that by $500 million to Ukraine. He's cutting our border security and spending more on processing of people coming across our border. Why? 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 Here's my question to you, and I hope you can answer it. 210-599-5555. Why is it your responsibility, your tax money that you are driving across town right now to earn, why is it your responsibility to seal up the border of Ukraine and not your own? Because that's what's happening. So why is it the American taxpayer's responsibility to fight this proxy war with Russia, which we're doing, to the tune of billions of dollars in armaments. Now, overnight, he just sent more than 200, uh, 247 Navy personnel into uh, Germany and more of our airplanes into Germany. We are fighting a war with Russia. It's a proxy war. Why are we fighting a war with Russia? Why are we fighting a proxy war with them? And why did the president put $700 million in the budget, that's your money, to close up the border of Ukraine? And he cut the funding for our own border. 210-599-5555. I hope you can answer it. I hope somebody can tell me. I hope somebody who supports Joe Biden will call me and tell me that. He's got at least $12 billion extra to accelerate the inflow of economic uh, immigrants into America to take the jobs of Americans. And, get this, he's got $150 million more to pay attorneys to represent illegal border crossers here in the United States. So, he not only is funding the, the protection of the Ukrainian border by $700 million, he is cutting funding for protecting our border, but in Chris, he's increasing the funding for the numbers of attorneys here to represent illegal border crossers who are suing our country. We get to pay $150 million for the attorneys of illegal aliens who are suing us. Anybody? Anybody? 210-599-5555. million going to the Ukrainian border. He's cutting our border. And $150 million extra going to the attorneys of illegal aliens who are suing the United States that they came across our border. They broke into our country. They came into our country illegally. Joe Biden is giving an, another, on top of what they're already getting, $150 million more to the attorneys so they can sue us. And that's our money. Any Biden supporters out there want to comment on that? Is this uh, Elazar? Yes, Elazar. Sir. Go right ahead. You're on the air. I, I think you're, you're, you're overthinking. It's so simple. He, he's just not worried about America anymore. He's that's true. about this new world order. That's true. That's right. Better protect the borders. That's right. You got that right, Elazar.
uh, nothing happens that is not planned, right? And so it's all this great reset. And like I've been saying all morning this morning, he is our biggest national security threat. It's not Vladimir Putin. It is not China. It is not any of those nations. Our biggest national security threat to the United States of America is Joseph R. Biden. Daniel, go right ahead. You're on. Hey, uh, what's going on? Um, so, no, I have family over there in Ukraine and Russia, and I just think, you know, as much as we think we should be involved in that war, it's just not our war to be fighting, you know? It just, we, we shouldn't be using our resources, our time, our people to be fighting this war that they started. You know, it just it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And, you know, we should just be focused on our borders, like here in Texas and San Antonio. You know, they, they're just not worried about the right things. Yeah, that's exactly right. Thank you, Daniel. I appreciate it. 210-599-5555. West Bunch is coming up this morning at 6.50 for Tech Tuesday. And today's topic, things to never search for on Google. Don, old girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> or goats. <laughs> or goats. All right. 210-599-5555. Texas Parks and Wildlife Department says don't kill this. And I'll tell you what it is coming up. But first, got to get a word in here from my friends at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Certified Pre-Owned Center in New Braunfels had that hail storm that came through there. Now, the hail damage to the vehicles was really small, and their loss is, is your gain. I love these guys at Blue Bonnet. I love the Dodge product. I, I, for a long time, I drove Dodge race cars so I can certify the power. I can tell you there's n- not a more powerful engine made than that Dodge engine. And I can tell you in these Dodge trucks how sturdy and strong they'll be at getting your job done, whatever your job is. And now you can take advantage of low posted prices, plus get extra hail discounts on the entire inventory at their certified pre-owned center only. That's on I-35 near Ruckel Road in uh, New Braunfels. Choose from a big selection of certified pre-owned Ram trucks and Dodge and Chrysler cars, SUVs, vans, all clearly posted with hail sell discounts there right now. And for your convenience, they're open extra hours on weekends from 8.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. You can shop in person online at bbdodge.com or by phone. You make it easy on yourself. You can take that short drive to New Braunfels, discover the savings during the hail sale at the Certified Pre-Owned Center, 35 North near Ruka Road, or go to Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram, the number one volume Ram truck dealer in Texas where price is la différence. All right, AccuWeather forecast. Today, mostly cloudy and breezy, 82. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, windy, warm. High fire threat all over the area. Watch your das goat, 86. And then Thursday, mostly sunny, 83. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Yeah. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And, you know, we should just be focusing on our borders, like here in Texas and San Antonio. You know, they, they're just not worried about the right things. One of my jams right here. trying to find me. Chrissy. I'm standing in the middle of life with my pants behind me. Everybody's chair dancing. I like it. There's a study out this morning that says NBC, ABC, and CBS have not mentioned Hunter Biden in 259 days. That's a boy that ought to be rotting in prison. 
Here's one to get your attention. Representative Madison Cawthorn. You remember him? He's the guy in the wheelchair, the uh, vet, came out, Republican National Convention and all that. He says fellow lawmakers have invited him to take part in orgies in Washington and snorted lines of cocaine right in front of him. He says D.C. is orgy-filled, cocaine-fueled house of cards. Well, I've called D.C. a crime cartel and a, a criminal, uh, criminal syndicate for years. I've said that about D.C. And now he's saying it is an orgy-filled, cocaine-fueled house of cards. The only thing that's not accurate in that show is that you could never get a piece of legislation about education passed that quickly. The sexual perversion that goes on in Washington, being uh, kind of a young guy in Washington, where the average age is probably 60 or 70, you look at all these people, a lot of people I've looked up to through my life, I've always paid attention to politics, said Cawthor. Then all of a sudden you get invited. We're going to have a sexual get-together at one of our homes. You should come. What did you just ask me to come to? And then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. In Washington, D.C.? I thought that was the paragon of virtue for America. You know, all the big, beautiful buildings and everything, just gorgeous up there. They wouldn't be involved in orgies up there. And then you watch them do a bump of cocaine right in front of you and like, wow, this is wild. Well, you should have been around radio in the 70s and 80s. Boy, you think that's wild. (laughs) Wow. The parallels are alarming. It it really is. You know what I'm saying? It reminds me of some of the guys. So anyway, uh, he's full on saying, you've heard me say that D.C.'s a criminal cartel. They are, you know, criminal syndicate. They really are. They got their bosses, and the bosses run the show. And the fact that they would be involved in sexual perversion absolutely doesn't surprise me. The fact they'd be putting a bunch of coke in their nose doesn't surprise me. Nothing at all that you would say to me about D.C. would I go, are you serious? That's going on there? Yeah, everything is going on there. It's um, but, you know, perhaps this explains why they can sit there in session for so long. Sure, the early hours of the morning. You bet. Yeah, they're jacked up. Sure. <laughs> you, you haven't noticed the leg shaking and yeah, then keep rubbing right. their nose a little bit right underneath the guy. <coughs> so anyway, uh, let me ask you this. Remember, you're under oath. <sighs> That's it. That's mm-hmm. that that. Those are the people that are representing you in Washington D.C. And it takes a young out-of-towner to come in and go, wow, I had no idea. I was looking up to these guys, and all of a sudden he walks up. Now, the only thing I want him to do now is name names. So you well, see, I don't see that happening, though. You? you no, but, I mean, I, still, I that can't mean I don't because want that's him been, to. that's been the system that's been, been in place forever. That's right. You know, and it's not going to change anytime hey, soon. Hey, man, I have seen politicians or people that were not politicians from around this area that I knew, right, because we interviewed them and stuff. And then they would get a they, they would get elected and go to D.C. and they you know end up in jail mm-hmm. because it, it, it is a place that can corrupt the most incorruptible people mm-hmm. can go into D.C. and the next thing you know they buy off on the entire system. It, right. It's a head trip, man. When you get there and they put a tag, they give you a tag to wear on your suit coat, and you can literally walk up with traffic passing on the street. And if you've got that tag on your suit coat, traffic has to stop so you can cross the street. 
You don't even have to wait for the guy on the box up there to show the walking guy. Like, push the button and stand there like the rest of us. Mm -hmm. You know, we got the red thing up that says don't walk. We got to wait for the white guy that says walk. Remember? You don't have to do that. You walk up to the corner and you've got senator or, you know, representative on your coat. Man, you just keep on walking across street traffic. I stop for you. That's a head trip when you're from down south Texas and you've never been treated that way before and you get up there. And then all of a sudden you say, I need some gas in the car. They say, what car? We're going to take you wherever you want to go. Or if you do need gas in your car, well, we're going to go do that for you. Mm-hmm. How much do you need in there? Right. And then the next thing you know, the lobbyists show up. Well, the kids got to have a college education, don't they? So we're going to make sure the kids get it. Hey, you wanted to go, you've always wanted to go to Hawaii, right? We'll make sure that happens. Sure. We'll, we'll find a reason. A business reason for you to go to Hawaii on some sort of excursion or trip, you know, it'll be a fact-finding mission. <laughs> That's what they do. Right. And so the fact that they have orgies and Coke, Coke and orgies, doesn't surprise me at all. You bet. So I would like to take this opportunity to announce my uh, candidacy yes. for Congress. Because <laughs> I would like to go to Hawaii and find out if... Pineapples can be used as a source for <laughs> renewable energy. Just sniffing out the possibility. That's yeah. right. Don is throwing his ring into the hat. Yeah. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. 210-599-5555. Wagner Holick Custom Homes. John Torres. Great team at Wagner Holick Custom Homes. They're the dream makers over there. They're the ones who make your dreams come true when it comes to custom home ownership. Whatever you want in your home, whatever you've dreamed about your home being or looking like or having within your home, all you do is you write that down and you take that to Wagner Holick and you have that discussion with them. And when you have that discussion with them, they go to work putting together a plan to make that dream, that that wish, those wishes for your custom home become a reality. Your dream home is their floor plan at Wagner Holick Custom Homes. Excellence, attention to detail, and so much more. They build it the way you want it done, and they're always in touch with you throughout the entire process at Wagner Holick. That's Wagner Holick Custom Homes at 210-622. The uh, Will Smith theme song. <laughs> his relationship with his wife. Tainted love. <laughs> And make a man slap somebody silly. Your wife come home and she say, Honey, you know, here's the deal. <clears throat> Goes back to the days of me and Tupac. And you're just going to have to deal with the fact that I ain't a one man woman. You know what I'm saying? Can't slap her. So the uh, next guy who walks along and says something a little bit crazy. Apparently, apparently, Will's a slapper because he was on the uh, he was on a red carpet a couple of years ago, and a guy with a microphone. You know how they got those people with a microphone asking you questions as you're walking up on a red carpet? Guy walked up with a red carpet microphone, was interviewing him, and reached over and gave Will a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it was one of those deals where Will acted like he knew him because he hugged him. You know, Will pulled him in with a hug and he just kissed right. him on the cheek. And Will slapped. Don't you kiss me? What's wrong with you, boy? I'll knock your brains out. You kiss me like that. We reenact that same scenario every day when I walk in here every morning. It's great, too, yeah, man. Fun. Well, but not today because you got the colders. Yeah. Some sort, you got picked right. up something from a grandkid, so no, you keep that <laughs> over there. <laughs> Whatever it is. Hey, I'm willing to share. Yeah. There's nothing more infectious than grandkids' snot. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
And no telling what's in that. <laughs> you think it's safe, but it's not. Yeah, no, it's no, not. Not safe at all. So Will Smith uh, recognized the fact that he screwed up, so he issued an apology. That should be the end of all this. So, you know, pretty much is the end of all this. Right. Pretty much over with now. Except comedy club owners are afraid that people are going to come in and start slapping their comedians. <laughs> I can't wait for Saturday Night Live this week. <laughs> you know they got to have a bit. They got to yeah. have a slapping bit on Saturday Night. You know they got to. Sure, well, they could change the local comedy club to Slap Out Loud. The Slap Out Loud. <laughs> yeah, just stand there and slap each other all night. Uh, the Academy has condemned it. They're launching investigation. Nothing's going to come out of that. Howard Stern said Will Smith and Donald Trump, they're the same. They just slap people around all the time. Chris Rock loves it. His tickets for tomorrow night's show zoomed up to $441 a ticket. So there you go. Um, now, park the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. This is not heavy-duty Ukraine Joe Biden suck stuff. I'll get back to that in a minute. The Texas Parks and Wildlife Department is urging you to not kill snakes. Please don't kill the snakes. Did you, and I agree with him, did you see the, the de- deputy from, I think it was B County, who was doing an investigation and there was a rattlesnake, so he shot the rattlesnake? Uh, that, that went viral. They put it on their Facebook page down there and said, be careful, you know, forewarned, look out, it's snake season. So you want to be careful. And that's right. It is snake season. You do want to be careful. But a snake is only going to get you, number one, if you surprise them. And number two, if you got them cornered. So, you know, beat on the stuff. Don't just grab a rock and pick it up. Don't just reach into the garden because he may be down there trying to get to to your demators as well. So you want to kind of shake things around a bit. And most, nine times out of ten, snakes are going to run from you. They're going to go the other direction. I've even been, yeah, I've even been in Joe Martin's. Joe goes around to all these uh, shows like the gun and hunting shows, and he sets up the snakes of Texas, and he'll he'll literally release hundreds of snakes, then crawl in there with them. And while he's standing there with them, and I'm talking about rattlesnakes, it, the rattlesnakes will run from him and go get in a corner, and he's got to go get them with his pole and bring them to him. They don't want anything to do with us. They don't like us at all. Now, if you surprise them, you corner them, or they, they're with their babies, it's a totally different story. All bets are off. But that's how we all respond, right? Surprise me and see what happens, right? Yeah. Corner me and see what happens. So uh, same thing is true with the snakes. Leave the snakes alone. They're part of what has to go on in the ecology and the in the circle of life. And they are pretty good eating for for possum. They're pretty good <laughs> they're pretty good eating for uh you know, uh, all kinds of birds and whatever, so leave them alone. NFL is now requiring that teams hire diverse person to offensive coaching staff the nfl is now saying that all teams in the league now have a new requirement you must have a diverse person a female or a member of an ethnic or racial minority on your offensive staff in 2022 and the league is paying the salary of this person so Colin Kaepernick can finally get a job in the NFL. <laughs> he can be the clipboard holder. <laughs> he could be the guy that stands there with the radio that the coach is wearing, make sure the coach doesn't trip over his wires. He can be that guy because that's all he's qualified for. He's not qualified to play quarterback in the league. Anthony Fauci, Dr. Doom said we should be ready for the possibility of a more rigid type of restriction. Make sure you retain, he says, your flexibility. 
Now, you can go ahead, he says. Get the, you, you're going to love this. You can go ahead on your tiptoes to normality. I will allow that. <laughs> I'm laughing at you, Fauci. You're going to allow me to go on my tiptoes to normality. Baby, let me tell you something. A long time ago, I went a full-ass sprint to normality. I'm not on my tiptoes, and you're not going to allow me anything. All right? You don't allow me squat. I'll be waiting for the day you're in jail, which is where you belong in my view. But anyway, um, let's see here. He said we could we could be going back into more rigid restrictions than we had before. So make sure you maintain your flexibility because all that mask wearing and all that social distancing and all those lockdowns, well, that was nothing compared to what we're going to do next to you. Yeah. All right. Try it, big boy. Mess with me once, shame on you. Mess with me twice, shame on me. Walmart to end cigarette sales in select stores. I can't believe they still sell them, but they're going to start phasing them out. And finally, the uh, 25 most grating examples of business speak, the ones that people do not like to hear you talk about, kind of like these phrases and stuff. Number one, blue sky thinking. Number two, think outside the box. Number three, low-hanging fruit. Number four, touch base. Number five, stay ahead of the curve. Number six, getting your ducks in a row. Number seven, plenty of ways to skin a rabbit. Does anybody say that anymore? No. What are you doing with a story then? Throwing a curveball, game changer, moving the goalpost, bringing the table, ballpark figure, riding the wave, drill down, taking a deep dive, playing hardball, shift a paradigm. Level the playing field, synergy, close close of play, the bottom line, moving forward on the same page. And that's about it, under the radar and on your radar. I don't think anybody really says any of those anymore, so I, why why would that be like on somebody's nerves? I, <laughs> I run a few across very few people who say any of those things. All right, quick break here. Coming right back, 210-599-5555. Warren Ryman at the top of the hour. Okay, Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat and AC is here for you. And what did we get to yesterday? 87 and 88 around the area. Uh, and the same is going to be true today, tomorrow, the next day. And, you know, In other words, we're headed right into the summer doldrums. Won't be long. A Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat and AC is here to come out and take a look at your AC system. Full inspection of your AC system, every last bit of it. <laughs> Heard from a guy the other day, sent me an email. What's the number over at Quarter Moon? I need to have him come out because he went up in the attic to check something and it was cool in the attic. <laughs> and he said it shouldn't be cool in the attic. And he looked around, and a piece of duct had come loose, and so he was air conditioning the attic. And he said, i got to get Quarter Moon over here. i got to get him over now. And he's right. he got to get Quarter Moon over there to reattach that duct work. And what they'll do with their inspection is they'll not only inspect the outside unit, the compressor and all that, the fans, make sure they'll clean them. They'll clean them real good for you. Then they'll come in and they'll uh, do the inspection of the inside unit and then look around to make sure you don't have any detached pieces and make sure that all the rooms are equal. You know, This one's not hot while that one's cold, etc. They do a fantastic job of this. Your AC inspection time is right now with Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat AC. Best of the biz, that's Quarter Moon at 210-651. Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. So easy these days to find what you're looking for because Google is your Encyclopedia Britannica. Now, for those of you who don't remember, we all used to get the Encyclopedia Britannica every year. And when we needed a little info, we would, you know, 
Look it up. <clears throat> go to the book. But not anymore. You just go to Google. But there are certain things you should never search on Google. And let's go to Wes Bunch from Bridgehead IT for your idea on what those things are. Morning, Wes. Oh, good morning. You know, we could have taken this conversation in all kinds of interesting directions this morning. <laughs> and we uh, will, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep this focused on cybersecurity. I think Don Morgan's got what I'll call the other list. You can talk about that. That's right. Um, <laughs> you know, in today's time, you know, people are getting a lot better about avoiding suspicious emails and, and clicking on anything that looks suspicious, uh, which is great, but you don't actually, you know, have to to do that, to stumble across some really bad stuff. And, and some of the worst uh, scams out there uh, can, be, can be, you can stumble across them by just searching things that seem to make sense. And, uh, you know, a couple of those examples of those is, you know, customer service numbers. That's a big one that we see. You know, the problem is try and find like Amazon's phone number on their website. It's there, but it's buried. So the next natural thing to do is to just Google it. But you want to be really careful about that because you have a high probability of, you know, reaching a threat actor and somebody that's going to answer the phone that sounds like Amazon, somebody that has even mimicked their, you know, on hold music. And so, you know, you're reaching out to the support group and, and you think they're Amazon and they you know, they start asking you account questions. And really what they're doing is, is they're, they're scraping your, your personal information, your login information, and you give it to them to get you know to get help and you've really just given that away to a threat actor so the intent is is the idea is to go to the source you know if you have a uh, you know an amazon service request or a microsoft service re- request don't google their number just go to their site you know a lot of those companies prefer to chat with you anyways and then really don't offer up phone numbers but but go to the source is the key for you know customer service numbers uh, same thing goes for tech support you know, this sounds like a no-brainer, but we see this all the time. People just Googling tech support. That's a very common offender. And, you know, you get on the phone with somebody that is, is a tech that, that wants to help you out, and the first thing they want to do is install something on your computer so, you know, they can get connected remotely. And we find that these fake tech support people actually will solve your problem a lot of the times. But what they're doing is they're installing a virus, they're installing information stealing software in the background that you can't see. And and so just any type of generalized tech support Googling is a bad idea. Again, go to the source. If you have a micro, need Microsoft support, go to Microsoft's website. If you need Samsung support, go to Samsung's website. Uh, the last one today I'll mention is trade professions. You know, it's it's you know searching for plumbing and electricians and painters. You know that that's uh, you know it used to be able to go to the phone book and do that, and now you can Google it and it's there in about 30 seconds. But just because just because somebody comes back at the top of a Google search doesn't mean they're reputable. Um, it's shockingly easy in today's time to come up number one on the Google list, and we'll see people just you know, search electrician and boom, grab the first one at the top. I'm just asking you to spend some time doing some due diligence, really spend some time reading their reviews. A lot of the times people just skip over that step and grab the first one and, and they regret it afterwards. All right. So I got to, I'll go through my history right now. Uh, Phil Collins health. I saw a picture of him in a wheelchair and I'm just curious about what's going on with his health. So that was a Google. This is mine. Um, a telephone number that called me yesterday that I didn't know, so it's kind of like a reverse lookup thing. Uh, das Das Goat meaning because they're calling this fire out west. Das Goat. So I looked up Das Goat meaning. Uh, let's see here. Computer screen flipped sideways. I don't know what the heck the people do here on the weekends, right? But I come in after the weekend and I turn a computer screen on and it's sideways. Okay, it happens to Elaine's computer too. So I got to figure out the alt. 
delete or alt whatever whatever i gotta i gotta look it up to to flip it right side up right and then let's see here austin fuel shortage which is a story this morning about austin bergstrom i'm pretty safe with those don't you think you're good. You're good with those. That's all acceptable stuff. Yeah, you know, you're. I don't think you'll run across. You might run across some interesting returns on that, but nothing, nothing dangerous there. You're safe. Okay. All right. So be careful what you're looking up. And again, uh, Captain Morgan, no uh, old girlfriends. Leave them out to picture. You don't need to be googling them. See what where they are. What's going on? Uh huh. All right, Wes. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Thanks, Trey. Have a good day. Talk take to care. you later. Wes Bunch over at Bridgehead IT. Great folks at Bridgehead to take care of you, and that is your Tech Tuesday stuff that we got for you. All right, Warren Ryman coming up. We'll talk about Americans say about Joe Biden and his uh, leadership of the country. I say he's the biggest national security threat, and he needs to be removed. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Obama and Rice thought that they could control Joe. He's saying the quiet stuff out loud. So we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Coming up, Warren Ryman next, KTSA.